the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Feed the Noise podcast. We got a Monday night capper here this holiday week of the NFL. The Miami Dolphins, which much on the line uh, playoff-wise, traveling to New Orleans and the Saints, too, uh, still registering a polls, although uh, they're down to their third-string quarterback, rookie out of Notre Dame, Ian Book. Uh, the line presently on this contest, Lundy has the Dolphins laying three, and uh, the total has now crept up. I saw it as low as 37, is now up to a flat 38. So, yar! yeah, you stay in cold storage there, Captain Hook. Uh, no need to play in this one. Give me a game score prediction, my man. Do you think Miami gets back on solid ground for their playoff positioning? Uh, I think in the middle of COVID, you asking me for a score prediction is one of the dumbest effing things <laughs> humanly possible. That's what I think, Brad. Uh, like, let's put let's put Lundy on the spot here. Let's make him pick a score when we don't even know who's playing. Uh, I will tell you that I'm on Miami uh, in this one. Uh, I, I just think right now, look, the, this, the winning streak that they're on, as you said, they've got a lot on the line. I think Sean Payton will come out and it'll be interesting. I don't know, Jim, uh, for the first uh, for like the first quarter and a half. And then I think ultimately uh, the fact that he is rolling with uh, with book at quarterback, et cetera, is going to catch up to him and Miami's going to wind up winning. So uh, I'm going to take Miami. I'm going to take Miami to win it by a touchdown. So let's call it, Brad, a final of uh, 24 to 17. Oh, all right. So uh, you actually are creeping on the over. At 24 I am as a matter. I am as a matter of fact. I, but it's because you know, look, the 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 Saints. What was what was the score? Nine to nothing. I mean, that was yeah. the most ridiculous thing that we've seen. And so yep. I just feel I feel like even with a rookie, Sean Payton's going to figure something out because he always does. Uh, and we'll manage to get a few points out of the Saints. And I think that's going to put it up over. You know, I think the over is going to hit, too. Uh, you know, it's so rare that you see a total, especially in a dome game. Right. There's no meteorological impacts whatsoever inside the Superdome. Uh, sitting well below 40. So I'm with you there. I'm going to take the over, but I'm going to go just a couple of ticks down in either direction, giving me Miami 23-16 to 16 in this one. So a total of 39, and I'm with you. I think the Dolphins score the cover on the minus three. All right, with that in the books, let's get to it here on this Manic Monday edition with another Fade 5. Number five. All right. Uh, we got a slow drip of player props that has started to circulate around the legal sports books, but we do have a few lines to play with. And let's go to the replacement quarterback. And that is one Ian Book, pride of the University of Notre Dame. Uh, and I'm going to take the over on 25 and a half rush yards. I truth be told, I grabbed this line immediately when it came out at FanDuel at 20 and a half and has now jumped a uh, full five yards. Uh, various books have the 25 and a half line. Hell, FanDuel's up to 26 and a half. I pulled this one from Caesars at minus 105. So it's a lighter juice on the over. Here's what I know about Ian Book from watching him. As a Golden Domer, uh, he ran a qu- quite a bit, uh, Luddy, an RPO-based uh, quarterback, very comfortable, uh, you know, playing that Taysom Hill role within this scheme. So I don't think there's going to be much tinkering, uh, not a whole lot of different installations needed. He understands the terminology. He can run this offense. We'll see if he can do it effectively. But his last two seasons at Notre Dame, 546 
ground yards uh, over 13 contests his junior year and 485 rush yards in 12 games his senior year. Now, Miami is number 21 in pass rush rates. They don't apply a ton of pressure on uh, the quarterback position, and only two quarterbacks have gone over this number against Miami this season, Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen twice. But still, I believe there will be enough RPOs Featured in this game, especially when you have Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram to get book over this number. So I think it's going to be a a, a very tight one. It's going to be a sweat here probably down to the bitter end. But I think he finishes with 27 rush yards overall. So Lundy, are you ready to book it, feed, or follow Ian Book over 25.5 rush yards? Minus 105 at Caesars. I'll roll the dice on this one because you talked about who's done it against the Dolphins. Tyrod Taylor came close. Yeah, uh, very he close. finished with uh, 23. So I'm going to give the rookie who is, you know, he's got his opportunity, going to come out, going to get a chance to play on Monday night football. I mean, this is the this is the stuff that touchdown Jesus waits for. Right. I mean, Monday <laughs> night football prime time here for book. Uh, and so I think he gets up over the number. I'm with you. I think this is going to be a sweat, but I do think he crosses this within the fourth quarter and we're cashing a ticket. So, yeah, I'm going to roll with him. And, and and again, this comes back to what I was saying before. I, you know, Sean Payton's a, a damn good coach, man. And I think he's going to find a way to get this kid to have some success one way or the other. They may not win the game, but I don't think Peyton's going to put him in a bad situation. But he knows that this guy can scramble. He knows he can run. And so I think he can put that to his uh, to his advantage in this game. So give me book with the over. I actually think he gets over 30. I think that ah, even the, nice. the fact that you got this at 20 and a half, um, as you said, it's crept up to 25 and a half. FanDuel has it at 26 and a half. I'm still comfortable up to that 26, 27 and a half mark right there because I think he's going to get to 30, maybe 31. Yeah, and here's something fun I just put together uh, here in real time at DraftKings Sportsbook. If you want to go same game parlay, get that down. Uh, they offer it on 19 and a half. So you can get it, you know, pretty close to the original line that surfaced at FanDuel. So, you know, you could pair that maybe with an Alva Camara. Rush yards at 49 and a half on the over, uh, which is giving you about a six, seven yard discount there. That's plus 135 if you go with that oh, little yeah. two layer. It, and Brad, you and I have talked about this on the pod before, but just a quick, uh, you know, uh, uh, lesson, if you will, here from Professor Lundy. Um, reminder, folks, that you do not need to do a same game parlay that is like eight legs, okay? <laughs> right. Just, just get yourself to plus odds, like Brad was just talking about. Do a two legger. Um, and maybe do more than one. I mean, get yourself a handful of same-game parlays if you want, but don't feel like you've got to take every prop you like and put it all together. And I'm guilty of this, too. Last weekend, uh, I put together a nine-legger that I missed by one, and I sat there and I was like, you didn't listen to your own damn advice, Nate. <laughs> yeah, you got to stick with it, man. Reduce the legs, increase the juice, even on a two-legger at plus odds, and book it. With a former Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Number four. All right, let's move on and let's work in one of those same game parlays, Lundy. Uh, and uh, this is a strategy I'm employing on this selection. This shakes out to plus 110 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, Jalen Waddle's receptions prop, I was waiting for it. Uh, I got a little droopy eyed and I had to go night night. Uh, after that uh, just thrashing by the Dallas Cowboys, the fighting footballs. And overnight, and of course, it showed up, and that was the receptions prop for Waddle. It opened at 5.5 and, and immediately was juiced up way to the over at minus 150. I didn't want to pay the minus 150, so I decided to do this. Uh, I like the over on that. 
So I went to DraftKings, did a same-game parlay. Here's a three-legger. Waddle six or more receptions. Waddle 50 or more yards. And then throw it together with a little Alvin Kamara 10 or more receiving yards. And you get that at plus odds. Again, plus 110 at DraftKings Sportsbook. You look at Waddle. He has done this in six of his last eight games. A guy that is consistently getting 10 targets per contest. Over that six of the the eight, he had double-figure targets in each of the games that he went over. Uh, Ten wide receivers have caught at least six balls and gone for at least 50 yards against the Saints this season. Uh, he's got to get some Adebo and uh, coverage. A rookie out of Stanford who's given up a 102.3 pass rate in his assignments. That's when he lines up outside wide. In the slot against the Saints, that's Chauncey Gardner-Johnson territory, who's given up a 68.5 catch percentage to the opposition. Uh, as Speaking for Camara now, Miami against running backs this season, giving up 4.8 receptions per game, just 33.1 receiving yards per game. But Camara has got into double figures through the air in 8 of 10 contest this year so again waddle six plus catches waddle 50 plus receiving yards alvin Kamara 10 plus receiving yards a cool plus 110 on that sgp at DraftKings sportsbook lundy fade or follow big fan of this one plays into what we were just talking about just take a two-legger a three-legger whatever you need to get to plus odds folks and then just be happy with it you know mm-hmm. you don't need to be one of those people on social media bragging about the oh look i bet 10 cents and one 2.9 billion i mean we don't need <laughs> you doing that okay yeah uh just all you got to do is get a win you just need a winner and if you can put together a couple of these, and I've actually got a slight twist on this one that I'll Ooh. share with you when we get to bonus time. But all you need to do is hit a couple of these folks, and you will round out uh, week 16 in the NFL with money in your account. Yeah, no doubt about it. Trust the same game parlay. Again, just shave off a couple of legs. Number three. Moving on. Let's talk about uh, the other signal caller in this game. To a tag of Aloha, and I'm going to take the over on 230.5 pass yards. Pull this one from FanDuel at minus 114. This is going to be tizite. It's going to be close in my estimation. Two has been over this number four times this season. Seems to be playing uh, his best football, though, right now in the money-making time. And, you know, again, with so many playoff implications on the line for the Miami Dolphins, he has got to show up early and deliver often in this game. Two a number one in the NFL right now, and deep ball completion pursuit. Is QB6 an adjusted completion percentage? And he's got a full complement of targets. Mike Isecki is healthy. Jalen Waddle is back off of COVID from a couple of weeks ago. Devontae Parker has been off of IR for a while. Now he's down Albert Wilson, uh, but Isaiah Ford uh, will likely step up and uh, fill that void as Wilson was placed on the COVID-19 list yesterday. So uh, you look at New Orleans, they've been up at 7.08 pass yards per attempt, 256.1 pass yards per game. Seven signal callers have got to at least 231 pass yards. So uh, I think in the end, uh, he's going to be right there in the 240 to 250 range. Uh, You may have to, again, you know, perspirate and and sweat this sucker out. You might want to apply an extra layer of Old Spice as you head in the fourth quarter. But in a game that I feel will be competitive, I think Tua gets over this 230.5 pass yards hump. Lundy, fade or follow, that lean minus 114 at FanDuel Sportsbook. 
I do like this one because he's got his weapons back. He brought up Gusecki, who's obviously a big deal, but I, I just think in general this is a game that he is going to try to uh, get the ball downfield, and it may not be you know in 40-yard chunks, but with this low of a threshold, it doesn't have to be. So I, yeah. I like this one for Tua. I think this is a solid number at 230 and a half. Um, and you, you said it. You you may have to sweat it a bit. And look, in, in a game that's got a total, folks, at 37, 38, right in that range, there's a lot of these props that may come down to late third, fourth quarter, uh, barring some sort of a big play. So just ride it out. It's 60 minutes of football. Let's just see what happens. Don't don't start panicking. Don't start yelling at Brad and I on Twitter like so many of you were doing yesterday, God. you ass clowns. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but just recognize this may take a little bit of time to be able to get there. But I think Tua gets uh, up over this total. I think he finishes in the 240s. Yeah, I think he will find a way to hopefully cash us a ticket and get me out of the hole that I've been in here these last couple of weeks. Stick around for our top selections on Monday Night Football Plus bonus time in the NBA. And yes, we got one game, one measly game in college basketball. We'll get some action on that, too. Number two. All right, back after it here, Lundy, on this Monday Night Football edition of the Fade the Noise pod. And let's uh, go on the side of the Fleur de Lee. And a guy that won't be flying the flag high is Traquan Smith. Give me the under on 17 and a half yards for the longest catch. Uh, minus 115 at Caesars Sportsbook. You know, uh, reminiscing about in books days at Notre Dame and reading some of his scouting reports and crunching some of the advanced analytics that are out there. Guys struggled outside the numbers uh, often in terms of accuracy and displaying arm strength. And this is why he plummeted in the NFL draft uh, as a result. So, you know, look at Traquan, a guy who has only been over this number six times in nine games. Uh, and you look at the underneath the hood numbers, wide receiver 65 and average at the target. He's only got five deep targets in total on the season. Those are uh, pass attempts beyond 20 yards. And he is outside the top 80 in yards per catch, yards per target, yards per route run. Oh, yeah, by the way, you're going to get some Nick Needham in the slot who's given up 11.1 yards per catch to his assignments. And Byron Jones when he lines up outside who's given up 10.8 yards per catch to his assignment. So, pulled all together, there's only one conclusion here. I don't think Traquan catches a pass of 18 or more yards from Ian Book. So, fade or follow my underplay, 17 and a half yards longest catch for the usually forgotten man, and understandably so, Traquan Smith, minus 115 at Caesar Sportsbook. Well, you talked about the fact that he really hasn't done it all season. He's also only done it once in the last four games. Um, so in terms of getting up over this total, that was the game against the Jets. He snagged one for 21. So it, this is just not something that I'm going to combine the Rook uh, with uh, just the overall game script and what his scouting report said. Good on you, by the way, for going and reading old scouting reports. Yeah, you know, break yeah, out the, break check out it the out, Google man. later. Um, so I, I'm going to take the under on this one as well. But this is one you look at it, Brad. Like I said, he's only done it once in the last four games as it is, let alone with who this quarterback's going to be. So I feel like this is comfortable. Keep an eye on it, folks, or shop around a little bit because I have seen this juiced uh, to the under. Um, but you may be able to find a way to be able to bring that juice down just a little bit, depending upon where you find this prop. So shop it around a little bit, but under on the 17 and a half, feeling good about that. Yeah, don't expect a deep one. 
from Traquan Smith. Number one. All right, let's go to my favorite play on the board, present lane. I've got some additional action and bonus time and one that I really, really like. So you want to stick around uh, to the tail end of the pod to make sure you hear me out on that selection. But uh, let's go to the fish. And uh, one of the flippers I'm willing to feed here is Devontae Parker. And I'm taking the over on 47 and a half receiving yards. Again, truth be told, I got this when it opened at FanDuel at 45 and a half. So it's starting to track upward. And and honestly, this should be over 50. I pulled this line from DraftKings at minus 115. Parker has been over this in five of seven games this season. And over the last two, and granted it was against the both of the basement-dwelling New York teams, the Jets and the Giants. Uh, against the Giants, he went five targets, five catches, 62 yards. Against the Jets, eight targets, four catches, 68 yards. And I know what you're already thinking. Oh, but Evans, Marshawn Lattimore is going to be draped all over him. I think Marshawn Lattimore is terribly overrated. You know, people think he's a shutdown corner, but the advanced data simply does not support that viewpoint. Lattimore has given up a staggering 17.1 yards per catch this season, along with a 106.4 passer rating. In total, 22 wide receivers have hit the 48 yard mark against the Saints this season and Parker we know can stretch the field given his 12.64 average depth of target 8.16 yards per target both those numbers quite handsome so fade or follow Devontae Parker gonna make us some dollars at least hopefully for me on the over 47 and a half receiving yards minus 115 at DK I hammered this one uh, yeah, <laughs> I did when it came out. I, I like this number. Uh, and again, it's just it's this overall feel of what Miami's going to do, even though it's a game uh, on the road in the Crescent City. So I, I just at the end of the day, this number just seems too low to me. I know that it's been creeping up uh, and I still feel good about it. I, I think he's going to be pushing 60 yards uh, by the time it's all said and done. And part of it has to do with his average uh, uh, per catch. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm all over this one. This is much like you. This is my favorite prop on the board for tonight. And that's hard to do with some of the crap we've been dealing with with COVID and who's in and who's out and the unpredictability of the rosters of these teams to find a prop bet that you like that much. But this one I am all about. So, yeah, hammer the over on this one. Yeah, hopefully that one will come through for us indeedy. All right, uh, it's bonus time. Lundy, anything else on Monday night football? Maybe looking ahead at college football. Uh, we have one game in college basketball. We do have a host of games in the NBA, but scant player props available. So what did you unearth? Well, yeah, we're going to stay away from some of the uh, the player prop stuff. Let me stick with Monday night uh, first to be able to start with. And I was telling you about the fact that there's some different ways that you can pop together uh, some same game parlays. So utilizing what we're talking about at DraftKings, uh, Brad, here's one uh, that I came up with that, again, it's not a huge payday, but it doesn't have to be, folks, for it to be good. Give me Devontae Parker for four or more catches. Yep. Give me Jalen Waddle for four or more catches. And give me Mike Gusecki for 25 or more receiving yards. Put all of those together. That's a plus 125. Now, you want to get a little creative? You could drop the Gusecki if you don't want to trust that one. You could put Tua to have 200 or more passing yards. So bringing it down a full 30 yards from what his uh, current just straight line is, that is a plus 110. So however you want to shuffle and maneuver these things together, folks, you can create a three-legger just like Brad did earlier, and you can get yourself into positive territory.
territory. So uh, don't shy away from these just because they don't have the massive payday. I guess that's at the end of the day all I'm trying to say with this damn uh, everybody trying to get greedy to see exactly what's going to happen. In the NBA tonight, uh, it was successful and it was profitable for me last night. I'm going to do it again. The Bulls are on a back-to-back. I'm going to take Chicago. I'm going to give up the minus five and a half. Uh, They finally uh, got off the schneid against the Pacers. The Pacers had beat them six times in a row in Chicago. Uh, They finally got off of that uh, last night. So they're on the second night of a back-to-back, but they're taking on an Atlanta team that is going to be missing upwards of like 10 dudes. Uh, I mean, the Hawks have no one to put on the court right now. And so I know Chicago's on a back-to-back, but I'm going to take the minus five and a half. Uh, for the Bulls to be able to cover in back-to-back nights. Again, they were profitable for me last night, and I think that they will do it again. And then the last one for you, let's look ahead to tomorrow because this game is early in the day. Uh, On the bowl game front, Brad, I've got Houston and Auburn in the Birmingham Bowl. And as has proven to be ridiculously profitable this uh, bowl season, give me the over uh, on the 51.5 for the total. Houston is 0-4 in their last uh, four bowl games against the spread. And, in fact, their head coach, Dana Holgerson, is 1-7 and against the spread in his bowl games. So screw it. I'm not touching the spread whatsoever, although I think Auburn will cover. But these bowl games, Brad, have been obliterating the totals. Uh, and I have seen some computer models on this one that have this projected anywhere from four to seven points above this total. So 51 and a half, I'm feeling good about. So t- with the uh, uh, with Houston and Auburn, take the over on 51 and a half tomorrow in the bowl game action that'll be early in the day. Yeah, I mean, debt taxes and overs in the bowl yes. game season. I mean, Jeez. it's, it's re- uh, unbelievable the frequency that has hit. Uh, so far uh, this bowl season for the games have actually been played, which have been few and far between, to say the least. Uh, let's go back to the NFL. And I found this one on FanDuel. And I last checked, I think it was still up. Uh, it was down for a little bit. Hopefully it's back up. If it resurfaces, get on this before it plummets. Miles Gaskin, 38 and a half rush yards. Give me the under on that one. Look, he is in a timeshare. It's going to be a full-blown hot hand situation with him and Duke Johnson. And you cannot run on the New Orleans Saints as they've got up just 3.62 yards per carry, 70.9 uh, rush yards per game. Now, nine rushers have gone over the 40-yard mark, but put that in context. You know, stand back and think about that. 14 games, only nine RBs have gotten to 40 rush yards against this Saints stout front this season. And last week, Gaskin only played 35.7% of the snaps. So something to consider there, again, with Duke Johnson and his influence in this backfield. Uh, Let's go uh, to the NBA. And here is the same game parlay uh, that I absolutely love. And it's all LaMelo Ball. I put this together at FanDuel Sportsbook, Lundy. Uh, LaMelo taking on the Houston Rockets. Uh, Give me LaMelo 15 or more points. LaMelo six or more rebounds. And LaMelo eight or more assists. And that shakes out to plus 139 again at FanDuel. Uh, Last time out in 40 minutes played in an OT game and a victory for the Hornets. Uh, Ball went for 11 and 13 in rebounds and assists. Had over 20 points in that game. Uh, I mean, he has been crushing it in the rebounds and assists category overall and consistently getting over 15 points as well. And we know that Houston, one of the weaker defensive teams across the board in terms of rebounds per game allowed, in terms of uh, adjusted defensive efficiency. So I think Ball cashes in on that same 
game parlay. And let's go to the world of college basketball. Give me the under in the Brown-Syracuse game on the total of 143.5. The Orange due to a COVID shutdown, finals, all that stuff. They haven't played a game since December 11th. Brown, well, they one-upped them. They haven't played a game since December 10th. Uh, You look at Syracuse, uh, number 21 uh, in all of college basketball and adjusted uh, offensive efficiency. They can score, and you're shooting it close to 36% from outside. But Brown, uh, I don't think they're going to be able to figure out the zone. They're not exactly prolific from outside, only shooting 33.3% as a team. But they're very good defensively, giving up just 0.977 points per possession. So uh, given the strengths of these teams, uh, given the weaknesses as well of these teams, and given the accumulated rust from the long layoff, I think the under on 143.5 comes through. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter, at Nate Lundy. Follow me there, at Noisy Cuevos. Drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly, if you enjoy this broadcast. And as always, until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed. The noise.